0: If you fuck around with us, if you do something bad to us, we are going to do things to you that have never been done before. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers? I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! Never stop fighting for what you believe in and for the people who care about you. Carry yourself with dignity and pride. Demand the best from yourself and be totally unafraid to challenge entrenched interests and failed power structures.
1: Everybody, welcome back. This is episode seven, and I am joined by Abe again in this specific. This is just literally us talking about all sorts of different subjects that you might resonate with, from religion to um, to Star Seeds to um, Operation Paperclip, uh, Mockingbird, the brainwashing. The, um, the Matrix, essentially, and the universe. So it's it's, it's going to be a cool one. Um, there's a little bit of a snippet from Abe's friend, which is going to be added in here, which is just amazing. And um, you'll definitely resonate, a few of you. So before I begin, I want to remind everyone that it's much better if we all are together in this from a a perspective of um, this is shit this is really difficult this is painful because it is um, but we can do it we can do it this is what we came here to do we can do it but the one thing that really bugs me and irritates me personally and I'm sure it does for plenty of people is the whole this is just love and light this is all I'm going to bring I'm going to bring a positive spin constantly and morale boosting is amazing and, I, and, and you know you know, I'm always trying to make sure that people stay. If people DM and, and that kind of thing, like I'm always trying to say, you know, you know, hold it, hold it. We can do it together. Um, But we're getting to a point now where it's the precipice. So we need to start screaming at people who are asleep that we are hitting a really dark and scary time. They're ready to give it all up, to be honest, but we have to keep acting like there is no plan to them because they don't understand the deeper meanings of all of this all that so we have to bring them the the 3dness that they want right um the dimension that they need and so play the part just like all the other players are playing you know we're part of this movie too we're enjoying the show kind (laughs) of But we're part of this. We are an intricate, in fact, probably the most important part of this. So that's your little reminder before we begin with this potty. Um, thank you for your support. Um, we're going to have a few more podcasts coming up. Like, I want to make it a daily thing if possible. If that's the case, I'm not going to make them as long. <laughs> but the support that some of you are giving, like, you just completely amazing you know so thank you and enjoy the
0: show it quick to yeah kind of tie things up so my understanding is that us homo sapiens where we are today have been through a an extensive evolution process that's taken potentially millions of years to get us to where we are right now. Mm -hmm. So my understanding is that the beings from Venus, which they call the Anunnaki, or originally Anuks, Mm -hmm. came here, took the hominoids, some of the Neanderthals and other beings, and mixed their DNA themselves with the the hominoids to create a worker species to do with what they to do whatever they wanted with us as they pleased to better their society and in doing so they created
2: hmm,
0: they created essentially a an enslaved being Mm -hmm. and they manipulated our genes so that we couldn't have spiritual connection uh, yeah. us over the Anunnaki
3: reptilian species of us
0: which are you talking about I'm talking about the original human beings not us not uh, this branch well, Okay, so we, we've evolved to this now but I was I'm going just I'm talking like
1: then did the star seeds come in then at that point is that where we're going with that? Okay.
0: Exactly. so there, there's a, an article and we can send it to you, it's credible. So when they created this new being, the the early human being, mm-hmm. there was already a cry for help, if you will, to be freed from being this slave essentially. And so the Galactic Federation if you're familiar, that's basically mm-hmm the yep. good guys in the, in the galaxy. That's yes. the, the like
1: Star Trek they is already... real.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, Star Trek, Star Wars, it's it's all based on real concepts. Um and and so they heard the cry for help and because the law of non-interference is
1: free will, yeah.
0: sacred in mm-hmm. the universe. And practiced by those in the light, they had an entire council. They said it was four and a half billion of like their highest members, if you will. A massive council. And they said, how can we help these new beings? And because they didn't want to break our free will and interfere, they said, the only way that we can help is by incarnating into their bodies. Yes. And so one of the leaders said, well... Who's gonna volunteer? Who's gonna volunteer? And in the article, they said no one rose their hand because they are they're essentially light bodies. They didn't experience pain. All these different things. After a while, the the person said again, "Who who will volunteer to actually do that?" Finally, uh, a female being, if you will, st- st- stood up and said, "I will." And she said, I'll, I'll fall off a bike and scrape up my knee. I'll do all these different things. And then eventually, she was the one that she was the domino that befell the rest. And then you had more and more volunteer. And so they had the foresight that the only way to free the beings would be generations and centuries of creating essentially an enlightened being out of a slave eventually. You know, think many 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 years and it's basically a complete service to others to the human body essentially to create a new being and that's part of why we're so special it's a complete liberation and in the process by evolved highly spiritual beings incarnating our genes are starting to awaken and there's more spiritual connection going. Meanwhile, in the background, you have the groups that want to keep us essentially workers and out of the know, the greys and the reptilians in particular. And so there's this behind the scenes going on between the Federation and those groups one is trying to liberate us and one is trying to keep us enslaved and there's friction and that's how we grow is actually the friction of the two my understanding the moon was essentially a a former planet it was hollowed out and they say this is common amongst other planets including nibiru um which some reptilian species that was their home planet Mm um and the moon was hollowed out and basically became a craft, a starship. Right. Uh, and techno- it, it, they incorporated technology into the planet, which is why it was able to move, basically, and also to stay within the Earth rather statically. And it continuously is facing the Earth. And they say we can't really see the backside and this is supposedly doesn't happen elsewhere within the s this the what do you call them the cosmic bodies. And so the moon caused great floods and wiped out some of the early species that were here. Some of them being way more advanced than we are today. Potentially giants. Potentially Lemurians. Atlanteans. That, I think there's different discussions about. But mm-hmm. the moon today, to my understanding, depends on which dimension we're in. So let's say we're in the third dimension. You're talking about a physical structure. Potentially, in the in reality, the moon's multidimensional. That's probably the best way to... And that's how it can transport itself. But at one level, it's physical. And it there's to my understanding like antennas and all kinds of electrical transmission to alter us, to signal us, but also to communicate them out in the solar system. Mm -hmm. But the graze and the harvesting of human souls even, is an interesting concept that many people buy into. So essentially there's uh, an energy barrier around the Earth. And the Galactic Federation created it as a safety net so that other beings couldn't get here. Right. And we could evolve on our own, but also so that we could not escape essentially the, the Anunnaki because they were like kindergarteners with extremely dangerous weapons, which they did on Mars
2: Mm -hmm. took out
0: their own civilization there. And so it was a bubble and through this entire process of humans growing and evolving and being genetically modified to be docile yet productive in the ways they wanted to Mm
2: -hmm.
0: has led us to where we are today and people are finally, the great awakening kind of deal is going on. Yeah. And people, the great remembering, right? We're starting to remember our past lives, the history of earth. We're starting to remember how energy works Her spiritual side, the human, this is the coolest thing. The human body is starting to become one of the most incredible that I'm aware of within the galaxy because of the, no one's had this happen to become a a slave essentially to an enlightened spiritual high level, spiritual being that's a combination of so many species. Mm Mm-hmm. Through the process of the reptilians mixing them with the hominoids, they've grabbed other beings from different planets that were more spiritual, and they mixed. They're constantly hybridizing us. Right. And testing out different sub subspecies if you will.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And yeah. so you, you resonate with the Arcturians?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Are you psychic? Or did Gabe tell you that?
2: <laughs> Gabe, <don't laughs> it, oh, I It's
1: it. <laughs> <laughs> like whoa whoa what's going on I'd already got goosebumps when you were talking about volunteers I was like whoa my, my spirit resonated with that and then and then when you said that I was like what
3: <laughs> he is very psychic but that was me I think that they we I, I should say really volunteered to go back through that stage of uh dementia like uh whatever dimension or density we're living in we -hmm. went back to the third dimension and we have to relive this karma and experience and we have remnants of knowledge ingrained in us somehow spiritually or we have our ancestors living higher above that uh are helping us but we i don't know if we can get off the planet until we fulfill our job like we we basically put us back down to second grade took away our memories and we have to work back up to graduation. Right. Maybe, I don't know.
1: Yeah, and, and and when people not many people say it um in terms of the bible bashing people, but when we say, you know, God works through man, that's ex- that's literally exactly what what is happening.
0: Like absolutely.
1: Yeah.
0: And to touch back on what Gabe was just saying there most of the time to my understanding every time you are going to incarnate into a planet including earth most of the time you are you are in the presence of the most advanced beings in the the galaxy, and sometimes the universe, depending on where you're going to incarnate to, and you choose specific your life plan, or your soul contract, whatever you want to call it, choose certain events. That, to my understanding, was infringed upon. That's what's been violated here on Earth, because of a, the manipulation of, of literally our soul, and the soul harvest on the moon. They're They figured out a way to keep our energy low enough and that's the biggest you can get your energy essentially above theirs you are energetically liberated and you can sometimes escape but back to what you were saying right also sometimes you're just ready to go back right away when you go up to level of spirit Mm -hmm. you're healed right away the traumas that you just lived you see your whole life you see all the lessons you learn and you're ready to go back because right. you're healed. And you remember the veil of forgetting happens. You get amnesia, you forget everything. And that's part of a, that's in some sense, a blessing being a human because it allows us to not basically be the freak the fuck out by what well, that's what causes the change. So, where are we now in earth's history human history to my understanding is the great liberation now Mm -hmm. and the galactic federation is channeling through many people and if these articles are true they are saying that they have made themselves known to every government in the world Granted, not every single employee, right? But <laughs> but uh, higher-ups, and they've made the point clear that the Earth collectively, including the Earth's consciousness and all of the beings on it, is moving towards fourth density and fifth density, love, light, and wisdom. That's the choice it made. Every planet has to choose its own path, just like each human. Mm-hmm. And so they've laid out the understanding that to these these beings, this is where the earth is going. And you can join now the the path of healing and light because that's where it's gonna go, or you can continue to resist and it'll be even more challenging for you. And they're they're basically laying it out. And so what are we? We're we're the we're the ground force. When and I were talking earlier. We are the... We are the ground. We are third dimensional bodies with higher energetic bodies built in. While they are kind of doing stuff behind the scenes, we also have to be doing things more vocally in the scenes.
2: Yeah.
0: And that's where you're seeing a mass conscious... Consciousness shift and these discussions are actually being held, even if they're kept behind the scenes by these different groups, Google, um, the big big news, big media. Even if they're being held back, it's getting to the point where you can't hold back the water anymore, mm-hmm. and the masses are, are are starting to wake awaken both spiritually and. To what is going on. Consciously. To us. Yeah. And it's a matter of time. And so. I'm a fan of. Of. Of realizing that. Hey. I am. A human being. What I can do. Is. Take care of myself. Lead by example. Offer certain things, but it's going to take a collective approach, and that's what's cool about this podcast. Is it's it's like little molecules, and you you res pick up other molecules, and you're resonating at a different level, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. raising your vibration. I like yeah, that.
1: <laughs> yeah, and the, and Simple. the the people. The... <laughs> the amount of times like <laughs> lately that people have been like i'll say something that i feel is controversial maybe i'll complain or like you know have a moment of being like yeah fuck why did i come back here like why did i choose to come here it's a lot of bullshit or something along those lines and i'll think i'm gonna can
3: i think the same thing go on sorry jake and i think about this too
1: and then i'm like oh, if i if i put this if i put that out there are people going to be like, oh, what the fuck? And I'll get hit. Anyway, I put do it anyway. And do you know the amount of people that are like 100 or fire emoji or like, yeah, I'm feeling this. And I'm like, oh, I'm so glad I said it. Because then so many more people can resonate. And the thing is, I think there's like the side of just like there's a side of the light workers that are like only love and light exists. No darkness exists. There's no duality. Like, it's just love and light. It's the same with the Q community is like, we must hold the line. Even if you're having a bad day, like, get over it, uh, blah, blah, blah. No, we need people to say, this is a hunk of bullshit. Um, it sucks, it hurts, but we keep going. Like, And I think that if we had more honest talk like that, that people would feel more comfortable with what's happening. Because I think a lot of the reason why people jump off the wagon, or whatever, the, whatever you want to call it, is because people are not being authentic and real, and they're just like, I don't want to listen to some fucking idiot tell me to hold the line for the 50th time and and say that they're to go out and enjoy life. Like, I want to listen to someone who's saying, We're all having a really shit time here. Let's like huddle up and you know, put blankets around us and I'll fucking toast the marshmallows, you know? Like, it's, I just want to hear that. Fucking annoying. I
3: like it, I love, like that perspective
1: yeah it's a little bit like um how they've used the COVID thing propaganda of we're in this together um today when my mom was my mom was really upset today she thinks she's not going to see our american family ever again and like i was stood there and i was saying like every time you cry she didn't understand what i was talking about every time you cry a reptilian is happy like stop crying if you smile they go hungry like just just you know just and I said like I don't want to say we're in this together but we we are so our version of this is we're in this together like I know it's the same words but it's it's a completely different different uh mindset but yeah it's it's hard people have to know it's hard it's like it's like just when I used to tell my clients when I was being a coach like Losing weight is hard. Becoming fit and changing your lifestyle is hard, but it's fucking worth it. It's the, it's the same thing every single time. But being a human shouldn't be hard. They've made it hard. You know, with all the bullshit. And it, yeah. I, I'm rambling now, but yesterday, I was like, as soon as, um, as soon as you just realize, no matter where you're at on the political spectrum or whatever, as soon as you realize that there are people that are actually forcing you to be depressed and forcing you to work this life of all hours for fake fucking money um for stress and debt as soon as you realize that they're doing it on purpose and it's not just the way it is that's when you can fight back because you have you realize that there's a resistance there whereas you just most people are just living their life thinking that there's there's not this thing to resist against they just have to do it it's just the way it's supposed to be do you know what i mean
3: i well said uh i think that there are two ways to wake up one is that you discover how beautiful the world is and humanity and nature and how it's all interconnected and then there's another way that some people hit after the first one that we should not, we, we are such beautiful human beings that we should be way farther ahead. Why are we still suffering with this bullshit? And that's the moment you realize there are p- things that we don't understand manipulating all of society on earth. Mm-hmm. And that's when I got pissed. That's when it really triggered me because I've realized that it wasn't no fluke. It wasn't a fluke. It wasn't an accident. This was scripted, planned. And people are being held down on purpose by, I mean, we we know they're reptilians, but most people would just say financial elitists or something, globalists. Mm-hmm. But yeah, mm-hmm. it it should make people angry and f- want to fight back against it. Not necessarily violently, but at least with uh, information and words and support and love and hard times and good times. I don't know.
1: Yeah, no, I totally agree with you. Um, <clears throat> So... I was just looking at the uh, the Great Awakening map, right? Oh no! Yeah. Well, there was that. I was looking at that, but there was something that I was going to bring up before, but didn't have a chance to. I found this article. Um, about um, aliens from Mars sent a secret message to Nikola Tesla, but Men in Black hid it. And I'm like, is this a satire website? Is this a joke? I don't think it is I think it's real well it's a con- obviously like conspiracy theorists have said um, but obviously like there's been different people over, over history that people have said you know have been contacted by um, they even say that the Pleiadians were um, part of the writing of the constitution um, with the founding fathers as well
3: I would believe that yeah
1: but it says... I mean, I haven't read it... I've read it all the way through. Um, but it would make sense because he was... He was, you know, the one with the... With the amazing technology. And then there was the whole battery as well. The, like, 100-year-old 100 100 year battery that could last, like, fucking forever. That they've... Obviously don't want us to know about because they can't put a meter on it. So... Yeah. I just thought that was interesting when I was looking about I was looking up about um the moon and the greys but I didn't find too much apart from um was it Alex Collier? Uh, Sorry, what Alex Collier Um Hold on. I'm clicking, I'm clicking, I'm clicking. Apollo eleven astronauts saw aliens on the moon, um, but if we go with the theory that we can't actually get there because of the of the barrier, then unless unless there was a certain time where that barrier was like introduced or whatever, um, but yeah. Anyway.
3: Well, uh, anyway, uh, back to. Nikola Tesla and ancient aliens. I mean, there are hieroglyphs all over the world with suspicious-looking aircraft. Um, Not to mention the actual monuments being built, and we still don't know... Like, we couldn't build the pyramids if we tried. Like,
1: right. So, and they're on, I'm like, sure they've
3: been contacted.
1: They're on, like, perfect um, alignment with specific stars and stuff, aren't they?
3: Yeah. Yeah, the uh, different equinoxes each one is something like 2,600 years long um like when Moses I'm not super biblical but I do think there's good information in the bible right uh, especially old I've really liked the old testament yeah
1: same
3: Moses um uh, so each zodiac it's not called zodiac in this but whatever it's um it was the age of the bowl and when he came down from the mountain from getting the 10 commandments, um, I think he smashed the first ones mm-hmm. because the people he was around were still disrespecting. I don't, I'm actually too hazy on that to even say anything. But yeah, the Egyptians lined it up to each age and each procession. Uh, what I was going to say about Nikolotinsla is all of his property in 1943, the Federal Bureau of, of- Office of Alien Property Custody came to seize his belongings and that was uh donald trump's great-grandfather or his great-grandfather's brother um just an odd little thing there
1: this this ties into something that we've previously discussed but the listeners won't know about which you can tell us about um was it a professor that you used to have you have a story about about uh, oh yeah yeah yeah, go ahead and
3: tell us about that it's super so when i was studying at oregon state i had this physics professor that would not stop ranting on about electromagnetic currents and how everybody has their electromagnetic fingerprint so to say so we all have our own specific currency Mm -hmm. and it's hard to measure uh because it's kind of like how we measure things in one to 100 percent but it should really be like one to one hundred and thousand percent because there's so much room for error in that last point one percent. It's not really an accurate measurement. Mm-hmm. So each person has an electromagnetic frequency and this professor, he was actually a TA. He wasn't a professor, but he had his master's degree and he's working on his doctorate. And he was studying his Nikola Tesla for his thesis Right. and he built a Tesla coil in his backyard just for fun, because he was reading, because all the patents, for the most part, um, are all public. You can l- look up Nikola Tesla patents, and some of them work, some of them need a little bit of work to be done on them, and he said that he could charge any, it was free energy. He had like a few copper uh, coils, propped them in his backyard, and they were connected to a battery, and he said that he literally shoved them into the ground, set it up, and could charge any battery. He said it was free electricity. And shortly after, a bunch of men in black SUVs uh, showed up, took all of his research, uh, said you can't mess with this. And uh, try it again and there will be a lot more severe uh, consequences. He didn't tell us this part, but he hinted at it that like we probably would never see him again if he kept researching or at least publicly talking about it. Um, and this wasn't in the classroom cause we'd, this is off topic, but we'd, uh, after physics class, we'd go out back and, uh, smoke a joint and talk about the universe. And so it was in that smaller group that he was hanging out with. And he kind of told us like, yeah, this happened. And he was clearly shaken up about it. And he said all of his thesis documents was, were gone. And he had to start from scratch an entire new subject. Uh I don't know what happened to him. I don't think I don't know to be honest i yeah, but it was a real scary thing because all of us were interested like he was a really charismatic person who had a lot to say about it, and um we were all looking up Nicole Te yeah
1: so I wonder how they, how would they have found out do you think that there was that it was just general communication um I don't know that someone told someone, or someone saw something and told someone, or do you think literally, maybe even they've got this. I guess um, other beings that can pick up on different frequencies, and that maybe hit a frequency, and they were like, right, okay, we need to go go sort that out. I don't know. That sounds a bit out there and weird, but
3: well, kind of. I'll start with saying that there was a military base on campus, and there was a Harp Research Agency. Uh, in the downtown area Mm -hmm. and I would guess that everyone's at this point I think it's safe to say that there is a a file with every single person on it and depending on who you meet and what you talk about and keywords you say I'm guessing it's all recorded Mm -hmm. and depending on who you talk to and what's recorded um, you'll move up on that watch list and that he was probably pretty far up there, especially being a TA at Oregon State, um, and I would guess that he was already on their radar. And when he crossed the the line, they said, "Okay, enough's enough." And mm-hmm. what you're saying about other beings picking up on those frequencies, are you talking about good beings or maybe beings of a darker nature?
1: The ones that want to uh, the ones that want to hide that, yeah, they didn't want that getting out, which is darker ones.
3: Yeah. I I I'm no matter what happened if there are other beings working with the US government specifically CIA I'm sure they would have been involved in a case like this. Mm-hmm. Um he didn't talk about that. He said a bunch of men in suits and uh kind of like men in black sounding people but um he didn't say anything about their appearance seeming Non-human?
1: Yeah, but they can, they can look very human. They can look extremely human, I suppose. He said they
3: all looked almost identical.
1: Right, yeah. Clones, drones.
3: <laughs> yeah. Maybe.
1: Yeah, could be. Maybe. But... So
3: that, that spooked... I was kind of already down the rabbit hole at that point, but I remember uh, a lot of my classmates who were in that group were really spooked, like... Uh, paranoid very they suffered from paranoia after that and they thought they were all being watched because they'd had contact with them and I'm sure that with the this was in two thousand fifteen. So I'm pretty sure the the tech for tracking people with big tech, Facebook, Google, whatever was pretty advanced already. All right. So I'm sure they were aware of who was involved and who knew about it. But um yeah, we were spooked. We didn't know what to think. I don't even think I knew about reptilians at that point. I'd heard of Anunnaki, but I hadn't made the connection.
1: Right, yeah. Um. I mean, there'll be some people listening to this, like, oh, you know, Ira, like, what, what are these people talking about when it comes to uh, reptilians and different races, like, a, a different to, to humans? Like, they just think, well, there's just humans. And I think one of the most frustrating thing that i see and i've posted about this before in meme form is people who are very open-minded but when it comes to something like this they could they still shut down like they display cognitive dissonance just like um a person who you know does is completely asleep does and
3: still thinks coronavirus is going to kill everybody
1: right when
3: when that's obviously not going to happen
1: exactly yeah so there's a lot of people who believe that aliens are demons um and that's that and they never can go any further and kind of like uh, explain anything further than that and and that's fine that's fine because that's their belief but what's what's frustrating is is that there definitely isn't anything further than than the earth us and that's it it's just there's nothing else and aliens are demons and there's n- there's no other like um interpretation whatsoever um and the thing that's is just
3: that... lazy. why would they think that i mean that's just putting a block on their own imagination to start trying to figure out what more is out there yeah sorry so... you were gonna move on
1: no no i totally agree and um so when we're talking about it it's not like there definitely is this you know this specific race of um say reptilians or pleiadians or whatever um we're just saying that it's not out of the realm of possibility whereas they're saying it's impossible and and that's you know two completely different things and at this moment in time if if you live start to live your life in terms of I don't know anything and I, I'm a sponge and I'll take in all of the information that I need to take in and discern for myself, like that's the best place to be. But if you're still stuck in that, I don't want to believe that. there's um, anything no, further? Not even
3: us? I don't want to believe that. I don't even want to consider that. I don't even want to make that a possibility that there might be more out there that I don't know. And that's part of the ego. A lot of these people think they all ha- already have it all figured out and subconsciously that cognitive dissonance tells them your reality would completely change if you started accepting that there might be out more out there
1: right and like um if we go into um god and you know there'll be a few listeners no doubt that you know are really into you know church and um the bible and this is a topic that i've wanted to talk about forever i know that Will definitely wants to talk about this at length too, and we can go into it. But like, just because you know, like, say there seems to be this divide between, um, uh I don't want to call, I don't want to say Bible thumpers, but I'm gonna say Bible thumpers. Um, I'm I'm not like upset with anyone who who you know, sends constantly sends like, scripture and all that kind of thing. Like that's absolutely fine, but they tend to be completely against the the community um, of like the Starseed community and mm-hmm. what they don't seem to recognize is that we believe that the creator, God um, who who made the entire universe um, and created us and, and everything that goes in the theory of like Starseeds they don't think that the two can be together, they think that we just I don't know actually what they think. I probably need to ask them, but it seems to me that they feel like we don't necessarily believe in God like they believe in God, and we we do. We really do. Like, in fact, probably, you know, tenfold. Um, uh, I'm, per- personally, I am a, a Christian. I don't go to church because... I believe that we are the church, that doesn't mean I won't go to church, you know? Um,
3: uh, can, can you elaborate on, I think I know where you're coming from, but could you elaborate on how uh, people who view spirituality a little deeper than a single version of religion, that, I, I mean, God is definitely out there. And I would say God is a synonym for the universe, the creator. Um, pretty much everything in existence is within the being of God,
1: mm-hmm.
3: and He works through everything. In my opinion.
1: Yeah. But.
3: Uh, yeah.
1: And we are we are God. God is us. Like we are li- yes. li- literally the creation, and and every part of us is also part of the universe, and vice versa. Um. The. I guess I'm probably not really getting it out in the in the way that I want, but in terms of like what they think, I think especially with this whole new age thing and and we have to know that there's infiltration in there, but like this when you're looking at like, well, that person meditates that's you know, that it's dark or it's it's you know, you allow you're allowing space for um, demonic attachments to happen if you meditate. I've heard that before. Um I feel like meditation is a version of prayer. In fact, you can like yeah. combine the two, right? Um, what's happened is is that the the powers that be, the the dark forces of manipulated prayer, and those that have grown up um, in a very um, it's different here. Like church to you guys is is a big thing in in the US. I mean over here obviously in the uk um we st- we still are christian country but not in the same way that you guys are like i've been to church over there um and i i loved it like i absolutely loved it we went on christmas eve and it was beautiful and it was just before covid even though i think i had COVID at the time but it was just before covid and they were like you know turn around and tell a stranger that you know, Merry Christmas, and give them a cuddle, and it was just the nicest thing ever. Like it was just beautiful, and I loved the community of it. Um, yeah, and I think it's that, a
3: good, close community that supports each other.
1: Yeah, and so the dark forces and the powers that be have manipulated religion in a way to suit them, um, which causes the divide. And I think that if we're on the same page and the consensus of of the belief that we have a creator and we are working towards the same goal of what that creator would want that's all we need like we don't need to be arguing about I mean we can discuss it obviously but I see a lot of uh, uh, splitting in the community over it and just to touch back on like with prayer they've. I always thought as a kid when I you know did like went to church service and stuff and that um, I used to go sit um, with my mom this is a cool little story we don't do it anymore we used to go to york minster it's this huge gorgeous minster and um we used to light a candle for my um my brother who i didn't get to meet he was born before me who they didn't know that he had a heart defect and he um was alive for 2 days and passed away and we we would always go and we'd light a candle and i would always want to light a candle for a our dog that was no longer with us when we were kids, and when we used to go, we used to pray on the, on the back bench, right? And mum would say, "Mom would say, oh, let's go sit down and do a prayer." Now, over time, she's become less and less connected to to God um, as she sees God. Um, I think there's a lot of grief that she's kind of attached to you know why would god do this to me why have i been through that type of thing i think that's impacted me personally we can talk about generational trauma but um -hmm. you just sit on the back bench and i used to pray but i would pray up to something and Mm -hmm. i'm just a kid like i I, you know i'm praying this is the way that it's traditionally been programmed into me to pray now um I always pray if I pray, I pray inwards because all of the answers that that God's given us are internal. They're all there um, somewhere. And, you know, the answers don't lie on a TV screen or through someone else. The answers lie within yourself and what you've been through over the maybe the multiple lives that you've lived doing God's work. So what what do you think about, you know... and, And, like, even... Sorry, I'm still going on, but
3: meditation. No, go on. Medi- Wait, before you go on, please yeah. do and keep that thought in mind. I wanted to remind you that we got onto the topic about uh Christians and God versus generally spiritual yeah. people who believe in higher powers. Yeah. That's where we started. The meditation versus prayer mm-hmm. is very similar. L- amazing, heartwarming story about you lighting a candle for your dog. That's <laughs> adorable. Um I just wanted to remind you it started with the ETs yes and
1: yeah we're going back uh, to then that. yeah
3: and not even back to that you can keep going wherever you want to go but eventually it'll come full circle
1: yeah we can circle back but um, but yeah like oh
3: thank you who's <laughs> that press secretary and we'll circle back
1: we'll circle back to there um, anyway. <laughs> but yeah like uh, meditation and prayer and then there's a whole what people need to realize is that the bible the bible has been changed and it has been manipulated and religions has been ma- manipulated and there have been absolutely sick people in positions of power in in terms of churches we all know about that priests and whatnot um causing do, do we all
3: know about that though i i think you and i do but it's <laughs> it's been well recorded and people turn a blind eye like we know there have been many pedophiles within catholic ranks mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and people don't Pay attention to that, but yeah, it's a corrupted, powerful system, mm-hmm. that once sent the children on a crusade to Israel. They blessed a bunch of children, told them you were invincible, and they all got slaughtered. That was the Catholic Church. Anyway, just, just yeah, we know they're corrupted. That's yeah. not a question.
1: Yeah, because then you've got obviously with the with the Vatican and and so many, so many people do turn a blind eye. You're completely right, um, and it's it's this way that these forces. They prey on people's vulnerability, and they they then take he, he you know hold of these positions in those places. Um, you have got like what the confession boxes and all that kind of thing, and making humans feel like they they they're guilty all the time, and then they're taken advantage of by these sickos which are in these positions, and all of the things that we know about um, schools. You know, not just public schools, but like you know, um, Catholic school. Exactly um the abuse that's gone on there. Um but yeah, these things have been manipulated. Now, that doesn't mean you're a bad person if you read the Bible and, you know, you you go to church every week and you um that that doesn't make you a bad person at all, but it's worth sitting down and thinking, okay, um, is this interpretation of what I believe my interpretation or is it been being drummed and programmed into me so that I Never think about the, which is what's happening. Never think about any other possibility, which goes back to like, E.T.s, right? And dem, well, E.T.s are demons, and that's that. Well, what if, what if you know there are just like in this world, evil and good, and that runs across the other potential, you know, E.T.s that. There's not just the Earth. I don't know. Obviously, there's not just the Earth, but in terms of like existence on planets and whatnot and universes within universes and all that kind of thing like it's, inf- it's inf- infinite the whole thing is infinite um but just because you believe that there are other potential ets that doesn't mean that you are a heathen and you don't believe in god in fact no um it means that there's more chance that god's created even more than what we already think we know if that makes sense but you, you take the reins now because i
3: it's, think with the whole universe i mean we're kind of naive to think that we're the cent. that's remember the geocentric theory before galileo said no i think the sun's probably the center of the unif- or uh, solar system mm-hmm. people used to think the entire everything revolved around earth and the same concept like we might be considered by some people crazy for even talking about ets or different dimensions now but i guarantee in 10 years 20 years maybe even a couple years they're going to look back especially in 500 years 500 years they're going to be looking back at conversations like this saying wow these people were demonized for trying to speak the truth just because they figured out a little bit more about what was going on and not only that they recognized they don't have all the answers and they kept looking for more Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a, I, I want to take these people seriously, and I haven't heard that argument that ETs are demons. Oh, I yeah. haven't talked to any really hardcore Catholics. I grew up Lutheran, and we're very low-key. We're centered on Christianity and basically community, like the classic potlucks and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um. So they were all pretty open-minded, and... E.T.'s never even came up. Like, everybody would kind of shrug, like, yeah, there might be something more out there. So I've never heard that comparison. That's very strange to me. Mm -hmm. But, um... It sounds like they just want to put... Uh... They want to build a wall around their own little reality and keep it there. Mm -hmm. And not want to let anything else in.
1: Yeah, because, like... Just as an example, if you had a theory about anything... Um... You for me personally if someone was had a theory about anything I'd be like, Oh, okay. Like they could stand there and be like, I actually have five heads on a Sunday. You don't see me on a Sunday but I have five heads, I'd be like, Oh okay, well, you know, you sound a bit crazy, but I mean it's not out of the well, it probably is out of the realm of possibility. If they had the <laughs> Pfizer job, maybe they do. But um Oh yeah <laughs> you, do you know what I mean? Like my mindset is um okay, well Let's
3: consider it. Let's check out all the let's see what's here yeah. it might not be true but i'm not going to discard
2: it
1: but i've seen so many people just just be like even when i used to post certain things um there's this there's this gorgeous artwork of a of i think it's an arcturian holding a human and like just embracing a hug. and um yeah that got a lot of of backlash like um it's like your blasphemous for that or something and it's like we're, we're all on the same road here like we all want to do good and just because I have a different idea of of where I came from um because that's the other thing we we, we need to get on to um reincarnation because that that also which is the religion that believes in re- is buddhism right Buddhism's yeah really-
3: buddhism right. hinduism hinduism too
1: okay yeah and and hinduism have multiple gods right uh, is it six gods yeah i
3: think it's 84 no no no, oh. it's a lot it's a lot it's oh, okay. it's a lot but uh, they do have their main ones i mean krishna and vishnu and oh, yeah. that other one um, garnashu or something
1: and like what what if you know there is just one truth of 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 all of it They've done a, an amazing job at, at making all of these different um uh divi- divisions like did even within like uh not even either the, the the main religions the other ones the little divisions of like mormons and um I can't think of any other other ones off the top of my head now uh, I
3: Judaism. Um islam um
1: you've got the you got the main ones and then you've got like within christianity you've got like unless it's completely different i don't know but just looking at like um jesus etc you've got like jehovah's witnesses and like mormons and um other different little subgroups of that and you know i've my next door neighbour was a Jehovah's Witness. They were always round and my mum used oh to Oh my god <laughs> my mum they... my mum used to tell me how like, you know, they don't they don't have blood transfusions or something like that. I, I don't know specifically everything about it, but she taught me a little bit about it and I could never understand it. I was like, She's telling me that if they were like dying and they needed to have a blood transfusion they would they wouldn't have one and and no. No, they really wouldn't and I'm just like, Oh, right, okay, well that's a bit extreme, but it is what it is. And it's just kind of weird how there's so many different belief systems that we have. And I I personally believe that the best... The, and there's a lot of people that then leave, like when they're 18 or whatever, they leave that. And it's kind of like a mini, mini cult um, in some instances. Not all instances, obviously. But they leave that and they... Um, kinda of denounce anything and they don't want anything to do with it anymore and it's just another way to distract and divide people and take them away from source because it does and like I mentioned before church for me, um I think what people now that like all the draconian governors and stuff over there shut down churches with COVID and stopped religious religious gatherings and whatnot. Um what people really are missing in my opinion is the community it's for me some people won't feel like this but church is is in you or even just the earth you know like god is god is everywhere he doesn't just he isn't just in a building um so yeah people feel like they have to go to church in in order to to worship God, I don't think that's the case whatsoever. That's another facet of it being a distraction or, you know, not a waste of time, but a use of your time away from, whereas you could just, you know, before like most people just pray before bed, etc. They can, you know, I think it's the community thing for that The for that side of things.
3: I think you're totally right. Uh, that was all very, very well said. Um, uh just for the benefit of the conversation in between because you touched upon at least 10 different (laughs) topics and we don't have to focus on each one but um all of them are important but uh just take a breath in between and if i can jump in or i will um but i don't want to cut you off
1: no you should just be like hey ray let me speak
3: (laughs) Uh, but i did want to talk about the hinduism and egyptian also they had 42 gods that had so when you have that many it, it was more of when they told talked about a god, same thing with the Greeks and the Romans or the Norse, that god was an embodiment of a combination of emotions and emotion is an odd thing that all humans um, I mean if we're talking about demons or angels negative, I mean if you're having love or hate those are different types of emotions that embody different types of energy and personally, I believe energy is multidimensional, so it could be coming from lower dimensions or higher dimensions, and the way they viewed that, so if somebody was in anger or ready for war, like ready to fight, in Greek, it would be Ares, or if it was wisdom and contemplation and strategical uh, negotiation, it'd be Athena, the goddess of wisdom and, and war, and so it it, they weren't wrong. I think they do did believe in higher powers even beyond those gods, because they had Kronos, who was the god of time. Where am I going with this? Basically, all religions have something to add to it. And,
2: mm-hmm.
3: unfortunately, people are pitted against each other, and that's probably mainstream. I don't know if that's happened throughout history. I mean, it has definitely happened throughout history, but, um... I... Sh- I think every religion has something valuable to add, and if the focus is on unity as a species and as any in the the entire universe, not just our own planet, but species uniting universally, uh, and that's the focus, and people recognize that God is everything, and Mm -hmm. God wants to create things for us to enjoy and challenge us and to learn. I don't know we have more uniting factors than we have um things to argue about and we just focus on these dumb things like was jesus the real messiah or was it um who's that guy the methodist or jehovah or uh, that guy in mormonism anyway we just focus on the small things and it's stupid at this point like and when you said tenfold now I'm going on the tangent. When you said That's people cool. who aren't d- completely devout to Christianity and Christianity alone, and they don't want to consider aliens or anything past this world, um, the reason I would say that g- people that are spiritual in general have the upper hand is because they aren't going to discriminate your religion. They just want to see where you're at in the progress of growth and realization. And they're not going to hate on somebody for having we're coming from a different religion, but um, I, if I meet somebody who is from another religion, I'll just kind of ask them what to believe and if they've considered this, and I don't think anything less of them, but I've we have a lot of people, immigrants from Somalia here and where I live, and I don't care. I mean, as long as they're peaceful, um, it's not an issue for me, and we have great conversation, but they really look down on me for saying I'm Christian, And then they immediately try converting me. Whereas I don't try converting them to anything. I just say, well, have you considered this or that? And they usually shut down and it's too bad. So I'd say that's why spiritual people are tenfold more, just as a little bit more depth, a little more room for growth.
1: Yeah, I I agree with you. There's not a lot of um, religious discussion anymore as well, which is interesting to know. Like, There's a lot of... Um, Muslims that live in the UK and I don't really ever recollect many people sitting down and having a conversation about their beliefs with one another or it's always just been a way to divide one another Um, like they believe this they believe that Um, and there's no middle ground there's no coming together and talking to one another and I think that's that's just what they, you know... It's another part of the program. programming. I agree. And, and Have
3: you heard the phrase in a bar, uh, you don't talk two things, politics and religion? Have you heard that phrase? No. In America, it's a really typical phrase. Two things you never bring up in a bar, politics and religion. And it pisses me off because the founding fathers literally just talked politics and religion while getting drunk at a pub. And that's li- how they figured out what was wrong and what was right and now we do do that
1: we must be the uh reincarnated versions because this is all we ever do
3: (laughs) yeah seriously no kidding cheers if you've got something cheers
1: (laughs) yeah cheers
3: um but yeah too bad we're restricted and where else are you because then we're compartmentalized into our church communities or religious communities mm-hmm. where you're in an echo chamber of people who share the same beliefs and um where else do you, you don't talk about it at work that's the workplace and you got to keep a professional got to get the job done um don't want work tension so where else do you talk about it i mean it's socializing at events and now people shut down and they don't want to be challenged to think that. sad
1: Right, yeah. And then, you know, you go out and you <laughs> you go out and try and socialise. The music's too loud to so even have a decent conversation most of the time. Um, so, yeah, like, it's definitely just another another part of it. Um, I was going to touch back on the uh, ETs. And maybe, let me ask you now, actually, what do you believe in terms of... Um, and and because and, I guess there's no real, real name for. Because I think we're on the same wavelength with, with how we kind of, roll. Um, we're not entirely sure, but we feel a certain way because of like intuition and whatnot. But what are of your course. what are your beliefs in terms of where we come from, or where some of us come from?
3: So. Uh, I don't know what part of the clip with Jake you're gonna put in here, but. Uh, depending- it's it's along the lines of that where I believe that there are multiple different dimensions of reality, and we happen to live in something like Middle Earth, literally like Lord of the Rings, where there's evil and there's good, and there's a constant battle. This is like the battleground of um, energetic forces in the universe, and there are a lot of light bodies and a lot of lower... Uh, density demons angels and, and demons, literally angels and demons yeah. yeah uh and in a way it is so jake touched on it in a different way i would say that it's a constant ongoing battle so if the universe has been around for 14.6 billion years i don't know how they got that number could be bullshit but there might be entire civilizations entire uh, solar systems or galaxies that have evolved way past where we are right now. And they're simply above our, whatever we conceive as reality. And that's what I think most people consider aliens. Um, there are probably other third dimensional aliens on other solar systems, but just like us, we don't necessarily have the means to travel uh, through space to get to them and meet up. So, uh, uh um, so my viewpoint on aliens is that earth is quite the battlefield spiritually and people are reincarnated from different parts of the galaxy or solar system probably galaxy i think like the Pleiadians, the arcturians uh, the clan from the orion cluster um and they have goals and or even tasks to complete here and then there are other beings That are stuck in this third dimension who have evolved technologically but not spiritually so they haven't risen to this higher light body form like fifth sixth dimension and because they're stuck here and they don't have like the grace or the uh reptilians i think that the reptilians and the grace have stunted their own growth and grown so much technologically that they're shunned from the spiritual community galactically and that they just want to keep control of their little third dimension here on earth and maybe other planets um, because they're not, they can't evolve. They're not willing to evolve spiritually into love and light. And the third chakra or third density is right before you get to the heart and you have to pass the heart chakra to reach higher densities. And that's why they say the fourth density. I'm probably talking gibberish to a lot of people listening. Sounds listen nice
1: to me, but
3: go on. Um, the heart chakra is the hardest and most difficult because you need to love yourself and your neighbor and even through hardships.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: But after the fourth chakra, it, it gets into the nice light realm of the fifth dimension and beyond. And so ETs, aliens, some of them are physical, Uh, From what I, so like like the Pleiadians, I would consider myself somehow connected to the Pleiadian group. And the Pleiadian group is traditionally uh, blonde hair, tall, uh, pretty fair-skinned. And that's exactly what I am. I'm Scandinavian through and through. Uh, So if there was a soul body connected to whatever reincarnation I'm connected to, that's where i feel most drawn mm-hmm. and about actual aliens in this dimension like let's say you actually see an alien supposedly it's really difficult them for them to go to lower densities because they do live at a higher energy frequency yeah. in general and this is a world full with angels and demons i mean this is a battlefield uh spiritually of um manipulation greed lust uh I mean it's also love and life and growth yep. and development so it's a real division between the two and it's a constant battle for each individual to work through the darkness and find light and I, that's why I think it's a training ground mm-hmm. oh so religion back to religion tying into this well religion
2: oh yeah
1: let me just jump in with one thing my belief yeah. about, uh, I know uh, a lot of people take heaven and hell as as, as, as literal, like, a place that you go. Um, and it's so weird because it actually kind of ties together. So for me, heaven and hell is a mindset. Um, I, I, there'll be certain, po- well, definitely certain points of my life where I've lived through the hell part. Um, now I'm, I'm definitely living in the heaven part because of what I've done with with myself internally. Um, But I also think that with the whole karmic debt type thing and the way you live your life and the karma that you bring, when you do, and this goes to when you die, you go to heaven or hell for eternity, which I can't see. There was a real, I can't remember her name now, but a a really good lady on Journey to Truth and she was like, you're just going to sit on a harp on a cloud and and no, that's not what God would want you to do. Like You're going to come back, right? And say you did an you did an amazing job in each life in in the life you just lived. You come back. Um, it's difficult because of all the programming that happens, but you're more likely gonna live a life where your mindset is gonna be more towards heaven, right? Because of that intuition that you bring with you in your next life. If you've had an absolutely horrendous life, and I mean in terms of like you're a criminal or you've made really poor life choices you've not done a lot of work on yourself you may reincarnate um or you've not woken up or whatever you've got the capability to wake up but you haven't yet because i'm sure there's i'm sure there's a lot of starseeds that volunteered to to come here where they're still working on that (laughs) i don't know though um but you come back and you bring a shitload of karmic debt with you um and you live in, you live in a, you're you living in hell and and so so I've never really put it into words before, but like that's how I feel it it is with the whole you know yin and yang type of geity heaven and hell, and that's how you feel like heaven and hell is literally on the earth right now, it's not somewhere else, like it's how you live your life and how you are to be um but I do think it extends past that to your next life, but that was me jumping in there. So go
3: ahead with. No, you're not jumping in at all. Consider uh, heaven and hell, next life reincarnation. God is probably going to put you in the next life to give you the opportunity to learn and grow. He's not going to put you in a crap situation yeah. to fail. He's going to give you touch- tough challenges to continue your growth and evolution and overcome those past uh, karmic debt. Yeah. Yeah, I totally agree.
1: So, if we if we look at it like that, um, it's completely different to what most people think. You know, like, a lot of, uh, you know, devout Christians believe, like I've just said, that you go to a place when you die. Um, but ne- that's it. Like, they never look past the, yeah, you do go to a place when you die. And it's your next life. It, you know? It's not you completely gone you know and that's it and i I definitely think that there's like imprints of you left of that life left in the universe in certain different places obviously but um that's the that's one of the biggest rabbit holes it's not even a rabbit hole
3: about reincarnation made really simple yeah let's say i grew up in the middle of the congo in my past life and it was tough Um, there were massacres, there were killings, there was little law, hard to get law. It was a really tough life, but I maintained my faith and my love and I lived a really good life in a really tough space. And so maybe I'd worked myself up to a place like being very privileged, being a white American born in a very good area. And, uh, he, he's. In my mind, he's giving me the opportunity of saying, hey, you worked your ass off. This is your next reincarnation. Mm-hmm. So you have the opportunity to use every, all the hardships you've lived in that past one to do good in the world. This is your opportunity. And some people don't take that opportunity. And some people uh, take advantage of what they've been given. And that's their own choice. And that's part of it. Maybe they don't wake up. But after they pass, if they didn't take advantage or use that privilege that they were given from all that hard work from the life prior, their next life, they might be born in some poor village in Mexico run by the cartels. So it's a cycle of you are given an opportunity. You either use it or you lose it and you'll have to work back to that. Mm -hmm. That's I don't know if it's true or not, but that's kind of what I've been feeling with reincarnation
1: yeah and it re- it resonates and like a lot of people um don't seem to understand that most of what we do daily and, and think about and see is all through what resonates and what feels not not emotionally it's not how you feel emotionally it just it can be anything from like when jake was doing was talking earlier um and explaining how um the volunteers and and the theory of the volunteers the volunteers coming to liberate earth because of the shit show they' become i got I got goosebumps from my toes to my head twice and this like this like uh i don't know I wasn't like having a fucking heat stroke but it, it was like I warmed up what is that like what that's not that's involved completely involuntary where does that come from and that for me is like the the physical product of 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 feeling like i resonate with something sometimes it can just literally be like yeah that makes kind of sense sometimes it can trigger memories you didn't even know you had um and then I probably not discussed this before on podcasts but i honestly do believe that there are certain periods of time in massive chunks sometimes i won't get anything at all that i get downloads when i sleep um of information from somewhere and maybe i don't make any sense of it and i don't draw pictures and I'd, you know i'm not trying to put it into art and kind of make a get a message out of it or interpret it but it can just literally be downloads of confirmation you know like or that I'm on the right track. I don't know where they're coming from. But they're there. Definitely be more in tune with that. And what's funny is that like. If you'd have asked me about all of this kind of. Stuff that I'm talking about now. I feel like I resonate with. If you'd have asked me this like five, six years ago. I would have been like. You sound fucking insane. What are you talking about? So. it's It's definitely. But that was when I was like super programmed. You know like stuck in that in that um, peer-pressure-to-be-programmed kind of sense.
3: Do you remember a year later, though, when you started really waking up, and you'd talk about this thing, or all of this, and people would... There's different levels to waking up, I guess. Sometimes it's spiritual, sometimes it's to government corruption. But do you remember people looking at you like, this girl's gone off the deep end?
1: Um, what- and... I would say so if I was openly honest with everyone about it, but, um, I I have barely told anyone like in IRL, IRL, (laughs) I'm a big loner, so like, but that's that's also why I realized when I awakened that I'm actually I do better on my own because I don't need the stress of of normies and people not understanding me. That's why you guys are so important to me. Um, Sucks that you're all so far away, but. No. I'm sending love.
3: You are <laughs> speaking for all of us. Any, any star seed out there, we were put separated for a reason, I think. And right now we're loners, but I think very soon we will step into our battlefield. You already have on social media. Uh, you're killing it. So you are it, doing there's this a podcast. Though, in time.
1: Having these conversations, though, you're doing it too. You're doing it every day.
3: Well, yeah. and, and that too, but. In a month in a year more and more people are going to be waking up and looking for they're gonna have it would be like I don't know getting hit by a bus with all the truth coming out and soon they're gonna be looking for answers and they're gonna come to places like your podcast and to just try figuring out what the heck is going on because there's no slowing down we're gaining momentum and there's no turning back at this point we know the direction earth is heading we know what they're trying to do and it's becoming more and more obvious. And pretty soon people are going to get wake up calls and go looking for people who have been down this path for many years and they've been isolated. And I told my mom this the other day because I, I haven't talked about her with her about this type of thing, but um, I, I throw out kind of curveball conspiracy theories that aren't conspiracies. They're real things like, mockingbird or something um and i told her do you think i really want to be an outcast do you think i'm doing this for no reason like my only goal is to help people do you really think that i mean harm uh, like because uh, do you think i'm just crazy for the fun of it just ostracize uh, yourself
1: for no reason
3: yeah yeah like what what do you actually think i'm trying to do here no i'm trying to help humanity and to, to think that that's gaslighting and it's shielding yourself from a harsher reality that's really not that bad once you wake up to it. It's really beautiful. It's a struggle. It's tough. But it doesn't have to be that way. And the more people that start to realize that, it 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 gets better and better. And uh it's tough waking up. A lot of us are loners. It's odd. We're like extroverted introverts.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah, I, I would imagine most of us are a little bit. Uh, well, obviously, there's different levels of it, but for me, for me, um, I feel like you're probably a little bit more confident around just just regular folks and having. I, I feel like you'd be like you know up for having a conversation if you were say if you came to a protest or whatever with me you'd be like okay let's interview some people and I'd be like oh, okay, but um, personally for me like I'm introverted, but I'm. Ex- massively extroverted around the right people um right which i think probably most of us are like that and i do think just to go Mm -hmm. back on like we're all spread out i get mad about this um if we chose Mm. to come to certain parts of, of the of the earth did we choose to be spread out so that we could help humanity probably um is it annoying in the three D world? Yeah, because we want to be we want to be close to one another. We don't want to be spread out because it's it's difficult. Yeah. And like, I guess what most people don't realize is that um, the human experience is that of emotion, big big bouts of emotion, um, and that we we have to feel emotion. And they've done this amazing job getting back into, like, Big Pharma now. But amazing job of pushing these these drugs on us, these antidepressant drugs, which almost everybody takes. Like, I know... Is
3: UK that bad, too. So bad. Where everybody's on medication.
1: So when, when I was diagnosed with depression at 16, they couldn't give me any until I was 17. And then they did straight away. And then this is a really weird thing because I was not awake then whatsoever I was in this like huge dump of of depression but uh, they gave me Prozac it's fluoxetine in the UK but they gave me Prozac and they said it'll take six weeks to kick in um and it'll take six weeks to kick in and um I think I took it for like a month maybe and maybe like four or five weeks in, I said, I don't want to take this because... And that's young. Like, I was young decision for me to make. I don't want to depend on it. I don't want to live a life where I depend on medication to make me happy. Now, did I deal with the issues underlying? Probably not, because I still was in the midst of completely not understanding how life works. Um, but who or what... ...gave me that message because it wasn't my parents. It wasn't my friends who weren't there for me. It wasn't the doctors. um, Who who or what told me... It wasn't a TV. It was, you know, do you know what I mean? Like, all of the programming was against me to say... ...take the medication. Take it. It'll fix you. But I... One day I said... ...I'm not taking this. Now... When I think back, and talking about it now, because I've not talked about it in such a long time, I'm like, holy, wow, something obviously happened there, um, which was outside of anything regular. Like, it seemed completely out there. Um, but yeah, it was. there was something. There was something bigger than me that told me, no, you know, don't do it. Don't take it there's been a lot of that now, and I think back to my life, like a lot of um, resistance from somewhere else, I don't know where it's coming from, that has led me on the right track. Because just to go on to, you know, how people might think you're crazy or whatever, um, what do you gain out of it and all of that? Uh, when people might think that of you, well, we kind of think we're crazy too. <laughs> don't you feel like that oh. sometimes?
3: oh my gosh yeah oh my gosh and in a way so crazy is kind of a projected perspective because if uh, it's it's an ambiguous term that could mean anything to anybody like if somebody told me the earth is flat i'm not against that idea but i do think it's crazy like i would hear them out but i don't agree with it and i think it's kind of crazy to think about it like that yeah um So crazy, yeah, I I view myself as uh, crazy to a lot of people, but I do trust my own sanity. And I trust my ability to, even if I was crazy, even if I was, I know that I have a loving heart, I care for people, I don't want to hurt anybody, and I will do the best I can for both myself and the people around me. And... If I'm crazy and I have weird thoughts like the earth is flat, fine. <laughs> is that so bad? I mean, I, I'm still going to treat people well and I'm going to do the best I can in society. So, at I'm, the end of the day, yeah.
1: I'm just laughing because I know that there will be people listening to this that uh, the flat earth, earth believers. Shout out to you guys. But it's just going I... I'm
3: not even against it. No, Go no. for it, guys. Yeah. Like, prove it. Prove it and I'm all in. Right. The proof I've seen is bullshit but i'm not against theory there's
1: no real proof that the earth is 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 a globe either though and like
2: i'm not a flat earther by the
1: way like not at all um
3: even if you were i wouldn't i mean no i
1: know i don't yeah i just i just you'll be the same as me i don't think it's important it's like when you're talking about we're so distracted on this stupid shit like we're yeah. we're, we're really going to argue about what shape the earth is when we're not arguing. <laughs> yeah. we're not arguing about yeah. but we'll leave out the fact that there's these demonic psychopaths that rule the world rule the world we need to be talking right. about that that needs to be priority um right and 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 i think flat earth um no matter what you believe about it, it was definitely hijacked at some point to be again another distraction and get people off topic about who the real enemy is and it's worked really well. Alright, so that's enough Flat Earth for the uh, for my entire life. No, I'm joking. That's like 10 seconds. Yeah, that's enough. Thanks so much if you've made it this far. I'm wrapping this up as part one. There is a second part to this, which is me and Abe discussing and him teaching us about the different operations that the government have done. Um, over the last the last century we're going to be talking about vaccine passports in the second part we're going to be touching probably on a little bit more spiritual side of things just at the end there but um we're going to be looking at what the normies think i did a little bit of a of a, a poll on my og personal which has many people who do not follow me follow me and we have it all so that'll be an interesting part to part two so, yeah, it, it'll be right there if you just click back. If you come back off um, this particular episode, click straight onto part two. There'll be no intro. We'll get straight into it. And um, thanks so much for tuning in. See you on the next one.